There's a David Attenborough documentary called Color, I think it's called, which talks about the role of color in nature. Um, and one of the things it shows is how different animals can see different things that we can't see. And some animals can't see the things that we can see. Uh, some animals can see the most amazing colors that we can't see with our eyes. And, and, and there's some animals that can't even see the colors that we see with our eyes. Uh, so, and one gets the understanding that what we see is very limited. We can only see those things that our eyes are sensitive to. But there's a whole reality that, that we just can't see. Uh, there's uh, infrared glasses that they use in the armies and things like that where you're able to see heat. We can't see heat. Uh, we, we can only see light and only certain shades of light. So there's a whole world of, of, of color and, and, and image that we, can't, that we can't see, but it doesn't mean that it isn't there. In the same way, a person who has Yirat Shamayim, Yirat Shamayim mean, means uh, awe for, for Shamayim. Um, and Shamayim is, is spiritual, that which is not physical. Shamayim is, it's not Yirat Hashem is one thing, but Yirat Shamayim means one has Yira, one has awe for Shamayim, for the things that can't be seen, with the things that aren't tangible. That's what, that's what Yirat Shamayim means. Um, and and Yira, the word Yira, which is awe, is linked to the word Ro'eh. You can only have awe for something you see. If you're standing at the foot of the Alps in Switzerland and you look up at the Alps, you have awe. You, you see the wonders of it. Uh, but if it's a, a cloudy day and you can't see the, the Alps, you don't have any awe. They're still there. Why don't you have awe for the Alps? Because you can't see it. And Yirat Shemayim means you have the capacity to see Shemayim Dika things. You have the capacity to see that which is not tangible. That's what Yirat Shemayim really means. And through that, you, to gain awe, because you can sense that, that which is spiritual. And you'll see this, this playing out in the, in the, the, the Gemara that we have today on Daflamadamad Aleph. The, we have a well-known principle of mitzvah ba'avero, that if a mitzvah is performed using an avero, you do something wrong in order to do the mitzvah, uh, the mitzvah doesn't work. Uh, the, the mitzvah doesn't have any, any power. And uh, so in the case of, that we're talking about, if you've stolen a lulav and you want to use the lulav for, for sukkahs, that, that's not going to work, certainly not on the first day. Uh, sukkahs, you, that's not going to be a valid mitzvah. And normally people think about mitzvah bab avera that it comes to teach, that, that ends don't justify the means. The fact that you're doing a mitzvah doesn't entitle you to do an avera in order to do the mitzvah. But it's much more than that. What we see from this Gemara is that it goes deeper because we have this din of... The reason you can't use a stolen mitzvah, a stolen um, lulav is not because it isn't yours and you need to have a lulav that is yours. It does, that is so. You do need to have a lulav that is yours, but that's not the problem. If that was the problem, it would only be a problem on first day. But says Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Shimon Yochai, the problem here is it's a mitzvah baba avera. And the, the posuk that we learn this from that Rabbi Shimon Yochai learns that perform is a posok in Malachi, v'haveitem gazul v'et ha'piseach v'et ha'chole. Are you going to bring me a korban, a sacrifice that is stolen, or it's lame, or it's sick? Am I going to accept this from you? I won't accept a korban that is, that is blemished in that way. And in the same way as we're talking about a blemish like a lame animal which can't be repaired, once the animal's lame, that's how it is, it's a, 
a psul, it's a blemish in the animal, then therefore it cannot be brought as a korban. So a gazul, if the korban is stolen, it also cannot be repaired through the owner giving up any intention of ever getting it back. That's not going to make the difference. It remains gazul, it remains a, a problem of a, of a stolen animal. And the Gemara goes on to discuss that. But what we see here is that the nature of the psul of mitzvah haba, that mitzvah ba'avero, that a mitzvah that is come through doing an avero, the nature of the psul is not just because you did something that Hashem doesn't like you to do. It's because there's an actual blemish in the object. You've damaged the object. That's an amazing idea. That it, Just as if you bring an animal that is sick or you bring an animal that is lame, the ordinary person can look at the animal and can see right away, this is not a valid korban. It's, it's lame. It's got a broken leg. And you'll know it's not a, a, available. It's not possible for a korban. So a yoresh shamayim looks at the korban and sees the gazelo. It sees the theft in the animal. It's a blemish that if you have the eyes, if you have the Yerushalayim, the capacity to see spiritual blemish, you'll look at that and you'll realize this is not something which is kosher for a korban. It's the same as a broken bone in the animal. It's the same as a lame animal. It, that's how clear it is that there's something imperfect in what we call the hefts of the korban, the object of the korban. What's interesting is the Gemara goes on and talks about Lifne Yesh and Acha Yesh, depending if the owner has given up hope or it hasn't given up hope, and then brings another posuk. Again, it's Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai. My dichtiv, and here he brings a posuk from, uh, from Yeshayahu. I am Hashem who, who loves justice, and I hate theft in an oilo, in a korban. And the Gemara goes on to give an example that the, uh, the, 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 the king is, uh, the messengers of the king arrive at the customs hall at the airport and, and they want to go through the green. And the king says, no, you've got to go through the red. We've got things to declare. And they say, but king, the, all, the, all the tax that they're going to collect goes to you. So what difference does it make if we go through red or, or green? And the king says, you've got to set an example. You've got to, we've got... We've got things to declare. You've got to go and declare. Go through the normal process. So Hashem says, uh, you're bringing me a korban. Don't bring me a korban that's stolen. I, th- that, that's something I hate and I, and I wouldn't want it. What's important is we see that this, this posuk is, that, that this din of mitzvah baba avera comes from two different psukim. The one is the posuk in Malachi, where we see the psul of gazul, this imperfection of, of a stolen item, is something in the chefts, in the object of the animal. There's something wrong with the animal once it's stolen. And the other is, Hashem says, I don't like theft. There, there's a problem with the person. There, there's a problem with the action. You've brought me something that is, that, that is one of, of, of theft. And the, um, you'll see in the Malbim that I, that I bring you in the sources at the end of the Malbim, when you've stolen something, the body of the korban is posu. There's a psul, there's a blemish in the object of the korban. It's not just that you did something wrong. You've damaged the object. And a sensitive person can see the damage in the object. Just as you go to the market or you go to the supermarket, you're buying fruits or vegetables and you look at them and if they're blemished, you put them down. You don't want to take them home. But you can only see physical blemishes. A person who has Yerushalayim can look and will see this fruit has, been, uh, has got a problem with Shviyas, with, with Shemitah. I can't touch it. They'll see it. This has been stolen. This was, was, was uh, gathered on Shabbos. There's a psul of, of Shabbos. You can see it. A person who's sensitive enough could see it in the object because it affects the object. 
Now, this effect in the object doesn't make it possible for most mitzvahs. But when it comes to a korban, that's, that's a psalm which you can't bring as a korban. So asks Rabbi Yoshebeh Soloveitchik, so how come we apply it to all mitzvahs in the Torah, not just to korban? This mitzvah of just as a lame animal is possible for a korban, but it's not possible to you to use for other mitzvahs. A chole is not is possible for a korban, it's not possible for other mitzvahs. It's it's dafka, it's specific to the laws of korban, says Rabbi Yoshebeh Soloveitchik. There we have, that's why Rabbi Shimim Yochai brings the second posuk. It's not only about korban. In the case of korban, the problem is there's a blemish in the object. But even if there isn't, if, even if the blemish in the object doesn't make it pasul, as the, in the case of other mitzvahs, there's still a problem of soine, of the rebellion being soine gezel ba'ilo. The rebellion just doesn't like theft. And it's, it's really quite interesting because you see some halachic ramifications. The, uh, I've brought before the Chomis Anach, which is a parish on Tanakh by the Chido. And the um, Chido writes, interestingly, he suggests that if a person steals an animal and before the korban, he decides, I'm going to pay the owner whatever he wants for this animal. I stole it, but I'm going to bring it as a korban. Before I bring it as a korban, I'm undertaking, I do tshuva, I'm sorry I stole it, and I will repay the owner whatever he wants for the animal. Says the Chido, at that time it's no longer stolen and therefore the animal would be kosher. But it seems the way we're learning in this, Rabbi Shabir understands that the, the, the sugi here, that wouldn't work. Because it's not just that, okay, you've done tshuva. He brings the, the proof the chidor brings is from the interesting case. If a man gives his wife a ring under the chuppah, and he says, I'm being makadesh you with this ring. I'm marrying you with this ring. I'll try on the condition that I am a tzaddik. And everybody knows he's a rogue. Everybody knows he's a rosha. So surely that doesn't, that, well, that's not kiddushin. And the, uh, the Chidor brings the sheet of Rabbeinu Yeruchim that it is Kiddushin because he might have done Tshuva. And if in that moment he does Tshuva, then he is a Tzaddik at that moment. In the same way, the Chidor wants to suggest that if in the moment before you bring the Korban, you undertake to return the money and do Tshuva, then at that moment you're not a Ganav. But what I would suggest is, yes, that's okay, you're not a Ganav. But the Psul in the animal is still there. Once you've stolen an animal, once you've stolen an object, that Psul, that blemish is still in the object. And you don't undo that just by doing tshuva. The animal was still a stolen animal. And, and therefore it won't be accepted as a, as a korban. What we see here is the, the power of an, an avera. We just think an avera is like, it's like, it's like breaking a traffic rule. You're not allowed to go through a red light. You go through a red light. You get a fine. It's a, and done. Finished. But it's not like that with the Torah, with the mitzvahs of the Torah. When one breaks a, 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 a Torah law, the, the result of that is a, is a blemish. If you're using an object, you take a, a lulav, and you do gzele with the lulav, that lulav has a psul in the lulav itself. There's something wrong with the lulav. It's not just that you did something wrong. And so w- the things we do with objects affect the objects. As the Masilis Yishorim says, when you use a, an object, when a tzaddik uses an object f- for mitzvah, that elevates the whole object. And he brings the example of the two stones when Yitzchak, when Yaakov, when uh, uh, Yaakov lay down and the stones wanted to, the, each stone said, let the tzaddik put his head on me and the two stones eventually merged because they were fighting for first position. And you see that there's an elevation in the objects of the world. The objective universe is elevated by doing mitzvot. It changes the substance of, of, the, of the thing. And you've known this, these things that have been done, these uh, microscopic photographs that have been taken of, of water and other substances 
before a broch is made on them or after a broch is made on them and how it actually affects the crystalline structure of, of the material. Uh, what we do with an object affects the object. The ordinary person can't see it because we don't have Yura Shomayim. We don't have the capacity to see Shomayim, to see Shomayim Dika things. We can only see Eretz Dika things, things that are physical. But it actually changes the nature of the object when you use an object for mitzvah or you use an object for Avera. And if it does that with an object, how much more so with ourselves? When we use our own selves, our own bodies, to do a mitzvah of the Rebbe it's not just you've done a mitzvah, great, you get a good, you get a check, you, uh, you've, you've scored a point. It's not just that. When you do a mitzvah, you're different. Your body is different. Your soul is different. You're a different human being when you do a mitzvah with all of your energy. When you learn some Torah with all of your energy. When you put on tefillin with your full mind and heart. Any of these things, it changes the substance. It changes who you are. Just as it changes the korban to the point where there's a blemish in the korban when something's done wrong. So when we do wrong, there's a blemish in us. And when we do right, there's an elevation in us. We're different as a result of that. And it's important as we learn Torah to become more and more sensitive to that. To feel it in ourselves. To feel, to be in touch with what does it feel like after we've done something wrong. Can we feel in ourselves the substantial difference? And when we've done something right, can we feel in ourselves that there's been a change in, in our in our cellular structure, it's not just in physical things, it's in our cellular structure. And more and more work is going into, yesterday we talked about the quantum world, the same as in the biological area, in the subcellular world of, of how cellular structure changes dependent, not only on what we do, but even on what we're thinking, even of where our mind is. We can actually change the cellular structure of our beings and, and the makeup of our minds. We can make things that can be physically measure, measured. And that we need to know that the world of, of, of Shomayim, the world of spirituality, is not just something out there. It impacts every atom and every molecule and every cell in the physical world that we handle as well. And mitzvah ababa avera is not just because you've done something wrong, but it's because you've infused negativity into an object. And once that negativity is infused into the object, it can no longer be brought as a korban or used as a mitzvah.